recorded live. broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution. I am, of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, and currently on line with me at this time, I have the duo that makes up WWS Raw Radio, which you can hear every Monday afternoon at 3, right here on TalkShoot.com, part of the radio network, the Iceman, J.D. Jerry Geralmo, 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, <clears throat> and, of course, his partner on the chat box here tonight, uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and JD. I may ask you first of all, did you hear the music? Yes, I did, and it was a very good music to way to kick off a very exciting Tuesday night, as always. And if you just you didn't know who that or what that was, that was Ether Rich from Aerosmith off their song off the album Get a Grip. Uh, and if, if you're not familiar with that, uh, um, I don't know if it was one of their well-known hits or not, but uh, uh, if everyone uh, from Video Game Land is not may, may remember that song, if everyone remembers the video game Revolution X, an arcade, an arcade game called Revolution X, they, that song was used prominently in that game. If you hear it very clo- close, close enough, it's in that. It was on that game. Uh, and that, and I actually was able to find it, and so I think I may have found a secret here, uh, JD. I think I, I might need to start using Spotify uh, for our music, and from that, from here on in. So there you go. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and like I said, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Uh, the most broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution. As tonight, what we will. Uh, start talking about it. Of course, obviously, will be the results of uh, Sunday's Night of Champions 2015, as well as last night's Monday Night Raw. And of course, uh, two developing stories um, that has that, that has developed. And of course, the only stories we have heard of about at, at this time, uh, of course, uh, the uh, the hearing uh, on the 
on uh, for a um, I'll say the WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy Jimmy Superfly Snooker was supposed to take place yesterday, and as JD reported on Raw Radio yesterday, it has been postponed by JD as of yesterday, and as of today, nothing, uh, no further updates has been given as to when that is supposed to take place. Uh, <clears throat> any further updates on your side of it, JD? To your knowledge. I have not heard yet as of today. I imagine we'll hear some before the week is out. I imagine for the time being they're going to play just the wait. It's a wait and see proposition apparently with that. So we're going to have to keep our eyes and ears peeled to that. But there is no new, uh, new developments as of today. Okay. And also another story, of course, as J.D. also reported on Raw Radio. And by the way, masterfully reported on both these stories yesterday, J.D. Uh, the, uh, the came up during uh, the not a champion's coverage uh, Sunday. Uh, the story developed, uh, uh, of course, uh, concerning the brother of TNA star, and former WWE star, I should say, Kurt Angle. His brother David arrested for the murder of uh, 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 David a- uh, uh, over his wife. Uh, I think it happened in the, er- in the early morning hours, I believe, uh, this past Sunday morning. Yes, 3 a.m. Uh, in the morning, to be exact. And by 6 o'clock yeah. in the morning, he... Uh, the police, uh, I don't know if they came to his house or not, or they showed back up at his house later in the day, Howard, to arrest him and take him to jail immediately, and he is currently in jail as we speak. However, we're still getting more information as time goes along, but uh, it is unfortunate. He do, does have a hearing uh, set for next Friday, we understand, believe it or not, a preliminary hearing at this point. But, uh, yes, uh, apparently what he did was, I believe it was sort of, uh, this is kind of, uh, I wouldn't say offensive, but this is kind of uh, graphic to say the least. If you remember what happened with Chris Benoit and his wife Nancy in that whole incident, if you read the book yes. Ring of Hell, it was very similar to that, unfortunately. So right. uh, that is what happened. Right, right. I believe I believe some of the preliminaries, according to what came in some, uh, late Sunday evening, I believe it was reported. Uh, and by the way, before we get further in the story, I do I do have a, we have another member of the panel. Way too tough to handle. Has joined us this evening. Our resident independent wrestler, Rhonda Rushry, has joined us. Uh, Rhonda, uh, good evening. Welcome to the uh, Tuesday edition of the Revolution. And a uh, big old thug life to you. Thug life, man. Absolutely. Uh, well, we're getting right into we're getting right into the preliminaries of a couple of stories here, Rhonda. I'm sure you have heard. Uh, of course, the there has been there, the the there, the hearing for WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy Superfly Snuka has been delayed. Uh, it was supposed to take place yesterday. There's been no further updates on that as of yet. And I'm sure also you heard the story about the the uh, murder of the wife of the uh, brother of TNA star Kurt Angle. Uh, <clears throat> and I was actually getting ready to mention. I did hear um, JD back me up on this. Uh, sure. From what I from what I understand. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I'll say this according according to the um, let's see. Give me give me give me just a second here because I read I know I read the story because and I have, I have Gerard and Michelle once again to think about this because I didn't know about this until while well, I was actually watching uh, looking at Nia Champions on Sunday that this actually apparently happened during a domestic dispute apparently and. Um, and 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 uh, and he he apparently threw her against the bed or something and threw her against something and just pretty much knocked her out and and yeah. it apparently it apparently killed her yes and 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 then uh, obviously 
he was arrested for it. So, mm-hmm. but but as of right now, JD, he, you say he's sitting in jail. No other updates have been. That is given correct. Uh, we all we know is has a preliminary hearing set for Friday. That is all I've heard at this point. However, and I they have not said when the uh, actual uh, funeral is being laid out for the wife, power so to speak. And uh, at this point, we that's all I've heard so far. Okay. Um, Rhonda, your take on this uh, on 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 the uh, on on the situation involving Kurt Angle's brother? Um. Welcome to life. It happens. I mean, it sucks, but man, I don't really have any like feelings towards it, really. Right, it's it's a very sad situation. I mean, like I said, it just just actually just happened uh, mm-hmm. over the weekend, I believe. So, uh, <clears throat> so this was a uh, also um, uh, also JD had uh, uh, did report this on Raw Radio yesterday. And more further on the fa- and speaking of night champions, we'll get in we'll get into more detail about the matches in just a few moments. But uh, the, but the 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 one story in particular was concerning during concerning the the apparent I guess you can say JD anxious fan that wanted yep. to get in and help Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. You, you yes. apparently have more some more details as to what 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 is what is what has happened with this person. That is correct. Yes, as of today, I believe he had a hearing today. And according to reports, I'm just I'm trying to get this information in, however, so please bear with me for a few minutes here. I'm trying to get it right now, actually. I did read, I believe, however, if I can find it here, just a second here. Hold on, I'm going to get to it here in a minute. Uh, I just saw it, too, so please bear with me. Uh, where is it? I'm looking here, so go on for a couple seconds until I find it. I'm trying to find it right okay. now, so give me a couple and, seconds. And Rhonda, John is on the chat box, and he is, said, he is saying hello to you this evening. Hello. And John, uh, Rhonda says hello to you as well. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I just saw. And the uh, horn says hello to you. <laughs> the horn definitely says hello. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Uh, like I said, I heard he is going to be in. I thought I heard today. However, I could be wrong. I'll have to look at this. Uh, Ten days, I believe, the guy's in jail for, and he's been put on probation. Let me let me just double-check to be sure. Uh, wrestling fan. I'm looking here on Yahoo. Uh, hold on, fan. Knife Champions. I'm just... Knife Champions update. So, I'm, I'm just... Uh, hold on. Here we go. Uh, where is it? I just saw it a second ago. I'm, I'm trying to find this uh, story. But all I know is, however, this guy was uh, sent to jail, I believe, like I said, however, and has been prosecuted, shall we say. I, I still okay. can't find it. Actually, um, okay. I'll, okay. I'll we'll keep, keep going. Back to that. We'll come back to that. So, is this, uh, is this a, a fan that snuck in and into the ring? Yes. Yes, he was. At not a champions, yes. The one that was dressed up, I think, kind of like Roman Reigns was, yes. And Roman and, and Bray Wyatt thought it was his partner. And Bray Wyatt was kind of laughing at him, and thought, and thought, said, "Is this, is this your, uh, is this, uh, your, is this, is this going to be your, new, is this going to be your partner for the match?" Yeah, because there's a, somebody said it was um, Drake Younger, and it did look like a lot like Drake Younger. Don't get me wrong, and I was just like, mm. 
I don't know. And, you know, they were, go, they were just going with it. Oh, yeah, Sand is serving 10 days in jail for jumping barricade at WWE Night of Champions. Oh, okay. Right. Right, and 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 JD and I, Rhonda, were talking off the air for a minute, and we, and I told him from I actually was looking at this before security hauled him off, and I looked at him from the from the from the back from the back of his head, I could have sworn it looked like Tyson Tomko. Hmm. I mean, my question is, with this going on, okay, you've had somebody go down to the ring with Seth Rollins, you've had somebody throw a briefcase at Roman Reigns. You've had someone attempt to possibly stab Dean Ambrose, and now you have some a fan jumping into the ring with Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. Okay, my question, where the hell is security at during all of this? Because why is the fan even getting that close? Yep. That's what we, that's, no, I actually highlighted a little bit on Raw Radio yesterday. Um, you know, you know we've, we've been saying this, and, and, and J.D. was a witness, J.D. and John and and Michelle, and Michelle and Gerard were witnesses to uh, were witnesses to the whole uh, to 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 this to this whole thing and and I actually posed this question. I said, <clears throat> "Does Triple H, Stephanie, and Vince McMahon actually watch the shows and the pay per views at all? Because if they did, they would be better prepared for all this." It's my personal I mean, opinion. like, I, I can understand where, you know, you couldn't necessarily stop a fan from throwing at something, but my friend made up a point of how the hell did this guy even get into the arena with a tactical vest on? Because that's just, like, some, like, Unabomber-type stuff right there. Like, if I was behind him, I'd be like, don't let him in. Do you see what he's wearing? Why is he got a bulletproof vest on? Whether it's bulletproof or not, if it looks bulletproof, I'm like, why? Why? He got guns on him, too? Like, you know, it's not just the safety of the wrestlers, but by looking, like, I'm looking at the picture right now. Okay, that, that to me, screams that you, you have a gun or something on you and you're going to shoot people, but you want to be protected in some sense. Okay, why was he even allowed in the arena? So it kind of went with the picture of people saying it was Drake Younger. And I'm like, okay, I could kind of see that. Because why would a why would they let a fan in dress like that? I mean, right. and I mean they're just typical ACU fans. Like I have about like thirty pairs right now. So I mean, yeah, wear them, whatever. But I, the vest, no. I hate to say this though, guys. I mean, this this is just me saying this. Maybe I think sooner or later the WWE is going to have to set up metal detectors. As much as I hate to say it, at their live events and even just in general because of uh, too much. Uh, Safety is just uh, like Rhonda just mentioned, and we've talked about it many times on all our shows. However, I mean, it's just it's at the point where they need, I think, to do something drastic. I hate to say it, but metal detectors would work. However, I think just to just let people go through security. I mean, sometimes they do have metal detectors at certain events, but I think more and more you're gonna put more in. I feel because it's just getting way too much out of hand, if you ask me. Well, let me. I agree. Well, yeah. Well, let me. Let me. I got. I found something here. This was kind of funny, and this, this is going along with what what's been going on here. This was something posted apparently by. Um, I'm sure everyone has heard of Curtis Hughes. Yes. Uh, uh, <clears throat> says now. Says, and I'm gonna say in 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 typical Ron Simmons fashion. <clears throat> now, <laughs> pe- now people trying to get in the WWE. 
by just hopping. And he says the way he spelled it looked like hoping, but but I, but I think he's trying to say hopping over the barricades. Why do that if you want to become a professional wrestler? And he, apparently he's got a pro wrestling school called WWA4. Okay. Go to WWA4.com and let yours truly, Mr. Hughes, teach you how to do it. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. So. Okay. And John actually commented on, he said, it's time to stop this madness. These fans are going to end up being hurt. When is enough enough? Good point, John. Very, very good point. I mean, for too long, they're going to have to put, like, a uh, uh, um, wire mesh in front of the fans so they, nobody can can get around. I mean, let me tell you something. I mean, I even said this before. This this sort of thing, and, J.D., you may remember this back in, the, back in you know, during the 80s. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, heck, I mean, heck, even I remember watching, I don't know where it came off of, uh, I'm trying to remember what match it was. Oh, I know what it was. It was an old, it was an old tape that came out. It was a bunch of Randy Savage matches. It was called Macho Macho Madness. It was that was the name of the tape. Yes. It was called Macho Man. Man, it was a bunch of Randy Savage matches. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a cage match. I believe it was in Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. It was between him and Ted DiBiase. Mm-hmm. For the belt, yes. You see, yes. Okay. And Vir- and Virgil was on the outside, and of course Elizabeth was on the outside as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened: Virgil, Randy Savage was trying to get out, and Virgil was trying to climb up to try to stop him. Okay. And during and during that, during that, a fan with a hat on. Try climbing one side of it and tried to stop Virgil. That's right. This was back. This was back not too long after Savage won the title. This was in the late eighties. Yeah, I believe it's eighty. So this has got this been going on for for almost thirty years, mm-hmm. and they haven't been able to solve this problem yet. Nope. You would think, and then, and then John says, "SummerSlam '88 should have been Savage versus DBS for the title." With Andre and, and Virgil in DiBiase's corner and Hogan in Savage's corner. Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Instead, of course, obviously it was the infamous Mega Powers versus, versus Mega Bucks. Yeah. But still, that was a, that was a great match anyway. So mm. That was so good regardless. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. The Mothership broadcast of the, of the WWS Radio Network. <clears throat> WWS uh, Revolution. I am, of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw. I'm currently on the line with me at this time. Uh, the duo of WWS Raw Radio, which you can hear uh, every every uh, Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoe.com. The Iceman, J.D., Jared D. Gerolamo, part of the panel, way too tough to handle, along with his, and also 2015 Hall of Famer, along with his partner, who's on the chat box with me tonight, uh, with us tonight. The human suplex machine, John Gross, and also on the line with me tonight, our resident independent wrestler, Rhonda Rush Wright. Hopefully, we'll have the rest of our panel uh, with who's at the handle here on pretty soon. Uh, John's also saying, I'm not going to get into the ring. I will stay in my seat and greet the superstars after the show. I'll cause mayhem and chaos in the ring. And I think he's going to say something else, but I think, he, I think the chat box kind of cut him off, so he's probably going to say something else here in just a minute. Uh, well, 
you know, this 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 chaos and mess has got to stop. If you're going to go to these shows, just sit down and not be stupid enough to try to do all that and just sit there and watch it. Mm-hmm. Just just sit there and watch it. I mean, I mean, I mean, what what, what I mean. That's what you come there to do. You didn't come there, you know, in order to get your fifteen minutes of fame. I mean, you came there just to just just to sit there and just and just enjoy it. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly that, that's exactly. I mean, that's what. I mean, I don't get a chance to go to these shows, you know, all the time when they come near me. Which, of course, obviously for me, it would be Greensboro. But uh, and I mean, I mean, last time I've been to one, heck, it's been maybe a couple years. But still. Whenever I get, whenever I would get a chance to go, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to sit close to ringside yet. But you know, if I ever did, I would, I would just, I would just sit there. I would just, you know, I mean, I would jump up a little bit. You know, I would say, yeah, yeah, all right. I mean, I would, I would jump up and all that. You know, I, I would wake up if I start to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, that with the pyrotechnics jump up and everything. Fireworks and all that stuff, sure. I mean, but anyway, I mean, but, but, but then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, also hit that one if you want to join us and, and chime in on your thoughts and opinions on everything here tonight that we talk about here. And I said to, to all everyone here, don't be like any of these people, you know, like at Night of Champions on Raw and everything like that. You know, if you're going to go to these shows and all that, go there to enjoy yourselves, buy the souvenirs, you know, watch the wrestlers perform, let them do all the stuff and all that. Don't inter- don't interfere in all that and become a part of the action. Let them do the action. They're trained to do all that. Yep. They know how to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't. We just are there to watch it and be amazed by them. Yep. But they can actually get hurt, even though that a lot of the stuff in there they claim is fake, but they can actually get hurt in a lot of that stuff. So hey, people have died in the ring because of that. So, yeah. so there you go. Anyway, here, folks. Uh, so uh, JD, John, and Rondo. Uh, let's uh, uh, and JD. A great review, by the way, of Nine Champions yesterday. I will also Thank give you your your credos on that as well. Uh, and definitely, Rhonda, I've got to get your overall thoughts and opinions. We did speak briefly on uh, uh, this yesterday, uh, John and. Uh, JD and Michelle and and Gerard gave their good 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 point of views on uh, on everything. Uh, Got to hear your thoughts and opinions on uh, on any certain on any key moments. We'll we won't run down all the matches and everything, but any particular moments that you were shocked by or surprised by, any that you liked, did not like, anything of that nature from Night of Champions on Sunday. Um. I mean, I was extremely shocked that it was Y2J that was their partner. Um, Absolutely. If you've seen the videos of the thing coming in, um, the guy that had recorded one of the videos, the people around him were actually chanting Y2J. Mm-hmm. They're like, come on, when's he coming out? So it was kind of like some people knew, but he was never one of the ones listed that could be a possibility. Sure. Um I've never been a huge Y2J fan, like, since the day that he debuted, until I actually met him, never liked him. I think he's a little too conceited and all of that. Um, I can kind of see where they went with the logic of 
him being their partner because he had his feud with Bray and all of that. But the the real logic behind it, I can I can see them going with the feud with him and um, Ambrose, which okay, that's awesome. But the real logic behind that, Jericho is like what five seven, five eight at most. I don't know, dude's not that much taller than me, so he's he's pretty short for a wrestler, for a guy anyway. And it's like, you know, he's not super muscular. So it's like, okay, you don't have height, you don't have that much muscle. How did they expect him to fare against Braun? Really, like, let's be real here. They should have gotten The Rock or Brock or Batista, you know, somebody that was, like, nothing against short people. I'm short myself. But somebody taller that had more muscle. For sure. More in their prime. I mean, Jericho's been out for how long? I mean, doing his, like, his, what's his band called? Fozzy. Fozzy, yeah, whatever. Like, doing the band thing and, you know, (laughs) doing the tough enough thing. And, I mean, I don't know how old he is off the top of my head, but, I mean, he's he's not in his prime. And you can tell with his, I mean, he's he's a little little chubbier. But, hey, whatever. Um, I wasn't really impressed with that. So, I was just like, really, Y2J? Really? And, like, I had my little, like, Mark moment where I was like, how dare you bump into Dean Ambrose like that? How dare you? Because he was, oh, I'm Y2J. I'm the greatest thing ever. So I'm going to blind tag Roman Reigns then. Okay. Look how well that worked out for you. Yeah, he lost the match. Thanks. So I was a little upset about them losing because I'm just going to have to keep getting more Wyatt family tattoos. Eventually, I'll learn to stop betting against them. Um <laughs> The Davis match was actually pretty good. I was impressed. Um, if Michelle's feeling better, Ron, I'm sure you'd be laughing about the bet Michelle and I made on the Nikki Charlotte affair. Right, right. Um, that one, right. Uh, that one was whatever. Um, I mean, I knew Cena was gonna get the US title back. It was common sense. We all knew that. Um, the tag team match was. Uh, was stupid. Like, just give give it to the Dudley. And then he made the comment that the wood was in his butt. And I'm sorry. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I just... Oh, it was rated rush. Um, and you have Sting versus um, Seth Rollins, which was a good match. Um... My network was cutting out a lot during that, so I didn't get to see, like, the full thing at one time. Um, but, like, people are literally out there, like, blaming Seth Rollins for Sting getting hurt. Like, they're they're making statements that Seth Rollins needs to go back down to NXT. He needs to go through more training. Okay, well, like, I, I kind of went off on some random guy. I don't know who he was. Whatever. Um like, he was like, Seth can't wrestle. He ends up hurting people. But he's hurt two people. Okay, maybe he went in a little high on the knee that busted Cena's nose. Okay, well, Cena, being a veteran in the wrestling business, should have known that he was coming in too high. He could have turned his head. He could have put his hands up. Okay, it takes two. You need to give the move and take the move. Okay, with Sting. 
How many times have we seen Seth Rollins do that same move? Right. Mm-hmm. Several right. times. How many other people have been hurt by that? Zero. Great. Right. Now, mm-hmm. maybe it's because Sting is like 56. Right. And how long has it been since he actually wrestled a match? Uh, WrestleMania. Well, right. And, um, JD, about average. I'd say about, Sting, for the Stinger, it's been about, oh, I'd say about a decade, if not close to a decade or something like that. No, well, I mean, I'm talking about, I mean, this year, I mean. Oh, this year. About what? Since, since Mania. Since Mania. You have to go back to Mania. About I mean, what, five, at least five months. So, yeah, I mean, five months. Right. Or so, yeah. I don't, so been I don't include yeah. the segments that he did where he might have taken a punch or two or came out to, you know, just do a random move or whatever. I don't really, that's, to me, that's not getting into the ring and having a match. You know, that's like a two-minute segment. Okay. But having a full-fledged match, a main event match, and, you know, it's like people can say that about The Undertaker, but The Undertaker stays in shape. Like, everyone knows The Undertaker's going to come back once a year for WrestleMania, you know? We expect that. He makes appearances. He gets into, like, longer brawls, you know? And it's nothing against Sting, and I'm not purely putting the blame on Sting, but I'm just saying he hasn't been in a match since Mania. Before that, it was at least 10 years. Do you really expect him to be in the main event and to not get hurt at his age when he hasn't been in the ring? I mean, I don't know what Sting does in his personal life. I mean, he could be an avid, like, I work out, I stay in the ring and have practice matches. He could, for all I know. But I don't know that. So I'm going off of what I do know. And, yes, he got hurt. That sucks. I hope it's not a career-ending injury. But to put the blame on Seth Rollins, for what reason? If you look where he hit, it's about the same place that everyone else is. I've played the video in slow motion several times. It was executed very well. Now, you give the move, okay. Well, the person taking the move has to take it right. Mm. It's like taking like a suplex or a body slam. If you don't touch your head, you're going to hit your head first. You're going to get a concussion. Okay, so that would imply that Sting did not take the move correctly. So everyone's blaming it on Seth Rollins for what reason? Because two people have been hurt. Okay, well, how many people has Brock Lesnar hurt? Right, many. Several, but no one's sitting there like, oh, Brock needs to do more training. Brock needs to tone it down. Brock needs to do this. No. Why? Because Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar and he's a beast. And then Seth Rollins is like, you know, he's shorter. He's a lot smaller muscle-wise. Well, wait, whatever, weight-wise. You know, like, I don't don't understand where the fans are not getting the difference. Brock Lesnar has hurt way more people. There's nothing against Brock. Accidents happen. Seth Rollins has hurt two people and you're saying he needs more training? Okay, grow up, and how much training have you had? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. By all means, I mean, I mean they they have taken, like I said, I mean, I've, I've read all these reports as well, and, you know, Sting being, you know, at his age, like I said, like you said, Rhonda, 56 years old, I mean, was that going to be, you know, effective 
you know, even at, you know, his his age. I mean, like I said, I mean, it, he, he proved he could still go, even, even at that. I mean, Ric Flair it, proved it, you know, a few years, several years back. Right. And, and he was in. He was in. He, he was in there. Now he'd been there longer than Sting has, and he could still. And he could still go. He, I mean, he was still able to go until he, of course, lost the match with HBK at WrestleMania 24. But but does this? And Ron and then JD, I'll pose this question to you, and John, I'll ask you this question. If 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 this if everyone is what everyone is saying is possibly true, could this be the end of Sting's career? Rhonda, I'll ask you this first. Um, honestly, I would say if the WWE is smart about it, it would be. And I don't say that in any disrespect to the game. I say that in the fact of he's. In a sense, like Daniel Bryant right now, he is a huge liability to them. Right. Because what's going to happen if you put him, like, mid-match card and he gets hurt, but then he gets hurt in the beginning of the match and it's supposed to be 30 minutes. Okay, he's hurt within the first two minutes of it. You have 28 minutes that people paid to see, whether it was $9.99, it was $500 for a ticket or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. People are going to be like, well, what are you going to do for 28 minutes? You're going to have Seth McMahon, Triple H go out there and talk for 28 minutes? Ain't nobody want to hear that. Nobody. No. You know, and it's like, well, what are you going to do for that time? Or what's going to happen if, you know, something goes severely wrong and he dies? You know, yeah. you're going to have little kids there. They're going to be traumatized. You no, know, and exactly. it's so much more that could happen, or I don't know, a lawsuit. WWE is known for lawsuits. You know, you could have like family suing, or, or you know, something along those lines. There's so much that could happen, and I think with him being out for so long, and what happened happening, it. I think I worded that right. I think that just proves that like. At some point in time, you need to let it go. And I understand he's just doing it to, like, let the younger talent get over and everything. That's a noble reason to do it. But at the end of the day, you need to look at it like, could this be the last time I step into a ring? Quite possibly. Okay. I mean, that's any time, though. But when it has that, this is going to end my career and I could possibly die, then maybe you should sit back and think, maybe I don't need to do this anymore. Sure. I mean, there was some talk, and and JD, I'll get your opinion about this just one second. But I mean, then, no, no, then, no, then no, I'm, 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 I'm right. I'm gonna throw this out here too. There was some also some talk about you know if if he still wanted to go, that you know to let him, you know let him, you no know, let him, you know take the time away from competing. And not, and then bring him back, and possibly do one more go, and not, and and then save him until next year's WrestleMania. There's been some talk about that. Is I mean, that, but with but with that, it's still you're taking him out of action for longer. Right. Exactly. I mean, there's been some rumors 
flying around that, that, that they may may even go that route. I'm not that's, sure if that's going to be the, the route or not. I, I mean, I'm just saying that's been there's a rumor flying around right now. I mean, I hope not. Just for, like, I mean, to heal up, yes. Like, there's a time when I was training and we had, like, four four weeks of no training. And once we got back into the ring and taking bumps and everything, like, your body wasn't as used to the pain. So you're just like, oh, okay, you know, it kind of hurts. So you want to take him out for, like, a year. And his body's already not used to it, and it's just getting, like, reaccustomed to everything, that's going to prolong it more. And then I think that would raise the chance of him getting hurt even more. Right. Sure. I mean, I would agree 100. I could be wrong because he's been doing it for, like, way longer than me. But I don't think I am. Well, well, no, but that's that's, that's, that's a good point, though. (laughs) I mean, I personally, now I personally agree with you that I hope they don't keep him out that long. I'm just saying, there's been something that just started flying around the rumor mill. Actually, this just started immediately after he got hurt Sunday night. That you know, actually, it popped up like uh, real early, like like Monday morning after all this happened. That you know, the, depending upon the severity of this injury that he sustained Sunday night, that you know. If they decide to go go that route, you know, you know that he he would possibly be in good fighting shape by that point in time. But like I said, I don't know. Like I said, we we'll have to wait and see what happens. JD, your overall thoughts, sir? Um, um, could this injury suffered by Sting at Nia Champions? Do you think is the possibility this could end his career? I think it's a very good possibility. I mean, he took the bump hard. He hasn't taken all that many bumps in over quite some time, however. It was unfortunate it had to happen on a pay-per-view like this, however. But at the same time, however, like Rhonda said, however, I mean, right now, and I think you said it too, I think the best thing for him is to just go home for a while. We didn't hear anything about it last night, obviously, on Raw. We thought earlier in the day we heard he was going to be on TV. Then all of a sudden they pulled him off. Then they said it was back on again. Then again, apparently he wasn't on last night so right now i think i mean i'm not saying he's pulling an undertaker card here but i'm just saying how just go home for a while rest up heal up get your body i mean to i mean you didn't do a whole heck of a lot after wrestlemania being away for a while however until you came back however right before SummerSlam, however or shortly after SummerSlam. right now however he has that part-time schedule we all know that so it kind of makes sense for him to go home for a few months however rest his body heal up maybe if he's ready to go back in the ring say january however then do it however and then have that one last big payoff match with someone like say the undertaker or someone that would be good for him if they want to do something like that certainly well like i said i mean right I'll be back now in a second. Okay, all right, okay, no problem. And uh, Rhonda, while he steps away, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take care of this. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. The Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution. I am, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw. We're heading into the second hour, uh, ten o'clock Eastern Time, on uh, Tuesday, September twenty second, twenty fifteen. Uh, I have with me on the line with me at this time uh, the duo that make up WCWS Raw Radio, the Iceman JD Jared Dramo, part of the panel way too tough to handle. Uh, 2015 uh, uh, WCWS Hall of Famer as well. He 
We'll be back here shortly. Of course, on the chat box with me tonight as well, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Also on the line with me tonight, uh, another member of the panel, way too tough to handle, our resident independent wrestler, Rhonda Rush Wright, and a big and another big old thug life to Rhonda as well here this evening. Uh, Rhonda, we have been also been uh, keeping you and your family in our thoughts and prayers. Of course, we have heard over the past uh, several weeks about your father with his uh, situation with his cancer. Any prog- any progress reports as to your father's condition? Um, he's still being stubborn. Um... There's been no, um, like, a downfall to his health or anything. So it's not, I guess it's not being active, but it is, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, I guess it's good because he's still acting like his typical self, so. Right, right. Well, um, we like to, so we continue to keep your whole family in our thoughts and prayers. And once again, if there's anything Anyone, uh, in, anybody here in the radio network can do, please feel free to let us know. We will try to do our very, very best here in our power to, to do that for you. Uh, <clears throat> a couple of quick notes here. I just received word from uh, 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 part of the uh, broadcast team of WCWS Attitude Radio, which you can hear every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoe.com, uh, the Black Widow of Marietta Suplex City, another 2015 uh, Hall of Famer, Michelle Lynn Dodds, uh, she is coming under the weather, and she will not be able to make it home this evening. But let's, let's keep her in our thoughts and prayers. I have not received any word at all from King NWO GTS Gerard T. Smith, a 2014, um, uh, 2000, uh, uh, 2014 WCBS Hall of Famer, and also currently one of the holders of the WCBS World Tag Team Championship. <clears throat> um, but uh, hopefully we'll, we'll hear from him soon before the night's out. Uh, of course, speaking of which, uh, this is a programming note tomorrow evening on the Wednesday edition of The Revolution. It will be, as noted uh, yesterday on Raw Radio, it will be a rated R revolution. I will be taking the Wednesday edition of The Revolution off. I'll be taking some time away to take care of a personal personal situation. So King NWGTS Gerard T. Smith will be hosting the show in my stead, and it will be as a, as as they called it yesterday a rated R revolution. Uh, <laughs> so um, um, so uh, just like I said, just uh, follow through with uh, everything that uh, like just as if I was here. I know it would be uh, um, I know it would be a little bit different atmosphere, but. Uh, uh, King NW will be sitting in his NWO decorated throne with the uh, keg with the with the crown on top of it, just like he always has, and and having a good old time. So the Wednesday edition of Revolution will have a little bit different atmosphere tomorrow night because yours truly, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw, will not be will not be a part of it uh, tomorrow evening. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. Once again, that call ID. Is one three eight zero five five pound and hit that one if you want to join us as a guest here this evening on the Tuesday edition of the Revolution. And Rhonda Wild, uh, JD, JD, are you have you returned? I don't think he has. Okay. Uh, and so while he we wait for him, Rhonda, John's actually popped up some wrestling history before we get into last night's Raw. And I'll go ahead and uh, <clears throat> run and run down some of the wrestling history that he has uh, that he has come through. JD, have you returned? He hasn't returned yet. Okay. 
and this is actually wrestling history, uh, this day in wrestling history, Rhonda, uh, for September 22nd. Some very interesting tidbits here. You might find this very interesting, Rhonda. Uh, of course, our resident independent wrestler, by the way, Rhonda Rushright, uh, which uh, I can't wait to see some of your matches televised, Rhonda. I'm I'm dying to see some of you, see you kick some tail. You know what I mean? I can't oh. wait to see you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I can't wait to see you whip some tail. And I know you're going to whip some tail, too, because you're that tough, my personal opinion. <laughs> okay, Matt. Just in time, I'm getting ready to run down. John has popped up, J.D., with some good tidbits of some wrestling history here. And he's yes. got some doozies. He's got some good doozies. All right. First one was a long time ago, 35 years ago to be exact. September 22nd, 1980, Bob Backlund, then WWF champion, took on NWA champion Harley Race. That was probably Madison Square Garden. That's a good one, yes. Yes, it is. And also, uh, on this date in 1984, Bobby DeBrain Heaney made his debut, I believe, in the WWF when he star managing Big John Studd against Hulk Hogan. Yep, that's a good one there. And I, okay, I, I, I sent him one earlier today, and uh, uh, i got to find it. Where did I send it? To, I think it was the big boss man on the state passed away. Uh, Whatever. Uh, yeah, was. yeah. I was actually getting ready. To, to, I was going to get to that one here next. To hear it in just a few minutes. Yeah. Right. Actually, hey, sent that toward the tail end of this. So, so I'll be right. I'm, I'm going. I'll go ahead and say it now since you mentioned it. Uh, oh. there, he actually knows a couple of deaths that happened on this day as well. I'm sorry, JD. Um, right. um, a couple of deaths that happened on this day here in 2000 of 2004. The big boss man did die here on this day in 2004, and Giant Gonzalez passed away on this day in 2010. El Gigante. Yeah, well, yeah. El Gigante in WCW and Giant Gonzalez in WWF, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Of course, uh, we all said Giant Gonzalez, part of the one of the worst matches ever in WrestleMania, WrestleMania 9, yeah. Yep. Um, okay. But definitely back to the matchups here. Uh, 19, okay, after the Bobby Heenan thing, 19 years later, Mark Henry made his professional wrestling debut in WWE, followed up by Shawn Michaels and Mankind competing for the title. Okay. Okay. Um, um, okay. JD, I think you might... just refer- I think you're just referring to mind games. Maybe perhaps some nice six in Philadelphia. That's the one he's okay. because today's okay. the Yeah, that's what it is. I, I'm hoping you might be able to confirm that. Uh, I think okay. This one. This is this is one I definitely found very very fascinating. One year later, bit the big things happened on September 22nd, 1997, in WCW. Goldberg made his debut, and his streak began when he defeated Hugh Morris. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Uh. Okay. No. Okay. He was. I think he was clarifying. Um. Um. No. It was twelve years. He said nineteen years later. When he's meant. When he said nineteen years later, JD, he meant to say twelve years later. Yeah. So he's he's clear. He's clarifying. It's twelve years. Later. So it was ninety six, and then a year later in ninety seven. Okay. There you go. He's got to clarify. Okay. And I think it was also on that. Wasn't it on that same night too? I think since we were talking about the Monday Night War. I think it was in uh, maybe the Garden. I think that was when Stone Cold first stunned Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Right. And I just heard I some news so. about Sting, however, that you guys might want to hear after this is all done. Okay. All right. The WWE um, was uh, was in Madison Square Garden the same night. Mick Foley revealed his third face when he was Cactus Jack and defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley that same night. Yep. And uh, and also the beginning of the Austin McMahon uh, feud with the stunner heard around the world. Oh, yep. yes, I remember that. And John also pointed out, it also marks 12 years that I went, that he went to a WWE show in D.C. 
There you go. And then also he pointed out something about the Goldberg debut. He said he th- Hugh Morris thought Goldberg was just a jobber, but he didn't know what he was in for. That's correct. Okay, and uh, and JD, you actually have a uh, you have a little bit of a, you have a little bit of an update on uh, on Sting. Yes, I do. I'm reading it right now. Hey, go ahead, please. Regarding the injury that Sting suffered at Night of Champions, we do know that Sting's neck is not broken. He was taken to a hospital after Night of Champions was able to walk, but was not well. An MRI uh, on he underwent did not show any fractures to the neck, according to Wrestling Observer uh, Radio. Furthermore, PW Insider notes that there was also some concern within WWE of a spinal injury. We don't know what the prognosis on Sting is yet, but it's possible he could have wrestled his last match, at least for a while. As WWE officials will likely be leery of putting Sting back in the ring. As noted, Sting did not appear on Monday's Raw because he went home to Dallas to rest and recover. It was also noted on Wrestling Observer that the finish that happened with Sting versus Rollins with the championship was the plan finish, but they just went to it quicker because of Sting's injury. So there you go. Okay, right, right, exactly. I mean, I'm sure, like I said, was, I mean, with Seth pushing Sting onto the table, I'm sure that didn't really do any favors. No, not at all. And speaking of neck injuries, uh, I was going to talk about the other injury. We kind of talked about, I talked about it earlier with you, Donnie Teller, before we started the show about Daniel Bryan. We got a new, uh, update on Daniel Bryan. Okay, and uh, yes, and Rhonda, uh, 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 I'll say your name in a minute. JD uh, <laughs> uh, mentioned to me earlier that he had also had an update, uh, mentioned something about Daniel Bryan. Uh, uh, JD, you want to report something about Daniel Bryan, please? Yes, uh, he spoke with Sports uh, 360 in the UAE for a new interview, and here are the highlights. Uh, number one, on whether his in ring career is over, Daniel Bryan said, no, at least. Not in my mind. WWE might be thinking that, but that, but I feel great. I feel like I'm ready to wrestle. If they called me to wrestle tomorrow, I would. It's just a matter of getting cleared. I've had a long history of concussions, so they're a bit hesitant to get me back. I've learned a lot about concussions during this process. I've met with one of the top neurologists that specializes in concussions in the U.S. They can check me after every match, but to make sure I reach a baseline level to what my mental capacities are. On surrendering his titles due to his injuries, uh... It was very frustrating, but more the health aspect of it is. The title part isn't the big deal. The big deal is how wrestling is the way I express myself creatively. Not being able to do it has made me frustrated. I've tried to transition this into guarding, but it's not the same. I'm working on it, though. I'm a fan response if he returns. When I come back from neck surgery, I felt like I didn't miss a beat in terms of fan support. It'll be interesting to see what it'll be like when and if I come back from this one. I feel like when you get multiple injuries, then fans start to lose faith in you. So there you go. Those are some of the comments he made. Okay. So 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 it's a possible question mark on Daniel Bryan's return as well, obviously. Yes. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see on that as well. Uh-huh. Uh, also, also, I wanted to mention something else, too. Speaking of uh, of the – also talking about uh, – uh, uh, the fancy stable pay per view later here tonight. Here when we actually talk about Monday Night Raw, uh, um, per the suggestion of the JML Experience, which by the way, uh, if you're not if you're not a member or haven't checked out his uh, group, by the way, which is an official sponsor of the radio network, uh, Hell in a Form Wrestling Discussion. It's uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Hell in a Form Wrestling Discussion. You gotta definitely check out that group. It's a great group, great bunch of guys. Uh, Gerard, Michelle, JD, myself. Uh, uh, a bunch of other great wrestling, diehard wrestling fans. Uh, <clears throat> uh, per his suggestion, uh, in the Heaven Wrestling Federation, which is a group, uh, a group that I started, Facebook.com/forward slash groups/forward slash memories live forever. 
I have started the HWF World Tag Team Title Tournament, and I have paired up, I have made up, compiled a list of 10 tag teams, even tag teams I have just put together myself, of who of, of teams that to see who would go who would vie for the HWF World Tag Team Titles, uh, and and the voting has done pretty good so far here. Uh, I even yes, I've even included uh, a team that JML actually asked me about last week, and that was of course the, the late tag team Public Public Enemy. Uh, and so far, and of course, the voting is working just like with the fantasy table pay-per-views. You know, it's three or, three or more votes would, like I said, the first two teams to get uh, three or more votes would be the two teams that would fight to compete for the belts. Uh, <clears throat> and like I said, I put ten teams down, ten pairings down. And so far, one team has qualified, and that is the duo of Ravishing Rick Rude and Mr. Perfect. So that's an obviously uh, obvious, uh, not bad pairing right there, but another pairing is on its way to possibly going going against Rude and Perfect, and that duo might be if there's and they need one more vote to qualify for this, and that pairing might be the duo of Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. So I don't know yet, but they need one more vote. So, <clears throat> but of course there's like eight more pairings. That you can choose from, and uh, I don't know. I don't have the list in front of me, so if everyone wants to go check that out, like I said, the 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 group, like says the Heaven Wrestling Federation, is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Memories Live Forever, and definitely, like I said, check check that out. Uh, also, John was saying a couple more things about the big boss man. Of course, like I said, we lost him on this day back in 2004. He said boss man had some great. Feuds with him back in 1999 with The Undertaker, Al Snow, Al Snow, and The Big Show. Um, and he said, does anyone remember the offensive crimes the boss man did to Al Snow and Big Show? Um, the, the Big Show was with his father, I think. Or, yeah, Big Show was with his father, Al Snow. I think it was the Pepper Dog incident, if you remember. Yeah, feed Al, feed Al Snow his dog and make fun of Big Show's daddy being dead or something. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. And also also calling him a bastard. Yes, that's correct. And uh, he was oh. also on the very first night show, if you remember. Oh, yeah, that, yeah that's right. I remember that. Yeah, as um, Of course, Bossman was going by his real name. Well, no, he was going by Big Bubba. I yeah, Big that. Bubba Rogers, yes. Yeah, yeah but, but later on he would go by his real name, of course, yes. Ray Trailer. Yes. Uh, but of course, that was a, a great competitor, and that's another another one that sadly we has has also gone from. Uh, huh. That sadly, uh, uh, is uh, that sadly no longer with us. But uh, but a great competitor, great competitor all the way. <clears throat> but uh, uh, let's go ahead and get right into Monday Night Raw here, gang. Uh, and uh, J, uh, JD, uh, Rhonda, and John, I'll just do, we'll just do it like I said in the simplest way possible. And uh, Ron, and of course, uh, JD and John will go ladies first, as always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rhonda, your overall opinion, ma'am, um, uh, any particular moments from Raw that stood out in your mind? Uh, your personal opinion, please. Oh, man. Uh, Raw actually started off like pretty amazing. Like, yeah, Dean and Roman out there, the Wyatt family. Um, Randy Orton came out, so that was pretty sweet. Um, Paige's Hill turn, oh my god. 
uh, definitely like fell in love with her last night. Um, she pretty much said everything that I was thinking, minus the Becky Lynch thing. Um, I kind of like Becky, so like one one point I didn't agree with her on. Um, but I, I knew it was going to come out that you know did what's her name? Did Charlotte only get there because of her dad? I mean, we've all said it before. She's like a female version of her dad with what she does. It was bound to come out. People are going to talk about it. Um, the main thing for me was, like, how Kane was acting. Um, me and my friend were actually joking about him having split personalities. Like, being super nice and, like, you just catch, like, this look from him. And then we found out, like, the last, like, two minutes of Raw, I might have had nightmares last night because of Kane. Um, I was, like, I totally marked out, I'm not even going to lie, in a very scared, childish way of clinging to my dog and a stuffed animal last night while I was watching Raw. It was epic, though. <laughs> yes. I tell you, uh, uh, the one thing I've got to I've got to talk about is the ending. Uh, uh, Kane coming on the Titan Tron after, of course, uh, Cena retaining the U.S. title belt. Uh, Kane coming up there in, this, in, in the corporate Kane coming up there acting, you know, all happy and jolly like he had been all during the night. Uh, and then all of a sudden him just getting mean and nasty. Man, the, the quick change. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. And then that going off, and then all of a sudden the flames are shooting up on the stage. And then I guess it's been years since they did the trick with them coming out of the ring. That's been like a long time since they've had any of the superstars come out of the ring. Uh, um, think, it was it was pretty epic though. Oh yeah, I mean, under, I mean Undertaker has done it, Kane has done it, heck Sting did it a lot in WCW, I think. Uh, so I mean, but it, it, it was it was it was quick if you ask me. I mean, uh, uh, J, JD, your raw thoughts on last night's raw? Uh, very interesting. I mean, it was sort of a mixed bag, I think. I mean, you look at the, uh, I mean, Paige Pipe Bomb promo. I thought that was very, very epic. I mean, she totally went off the script, I think, in her promo delivery, certainly. And she had a reason to voice her anger and displeasure. I mean, it was just a matter of time till she really uh, showed her heelish side again, if you will. And when Becky tried to reason her, obviously Becky uh, was trying to calm her down, and she uh, kind of snapped at Becky. She snapped at Sean, and that leads me to wonder if they're going to be leading into a match, maybe at Hell in a Cell, possibly with these two, because they've had history with each other in NXT. And then you have Corporate Kane, and then uh, the Demon Kane. It was sort of like a Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, one man he's being this good, nice, smiley, happy-go-lucky Kane, and then the next time he's getting real... Um, moody and uh, really uh, dark and mysterious and edgy and creepy. And uh, sure. it was just the way it is. And uh, I did like the ending wave Rollins was pulled out. I think that leads me to wonder that we're going to see those two go at it now for a few months, however, because obviously Sheamus is still not cashed in, and he had a chance to cash in, obviously, from Sunday. And uh, that leads me to wonder, is he still going to do that? Maybe like at a hell on a cellar survivor series. But I think right now they're trying to set up Rollins and Kane because they want to finish this story out before they go into something else between uh, Rollins and whoever's next on his list. Right. And John's got several things there. He, he was saying he was actually blown away when he heard Paige's big promo 
the promo was awesome, but not as awesome as AJ's old pipe bomb speech, and he's got hashtag page bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. I was, was going to do that myself, actually, even, too. Yeah. Um, let's see. Another thing he was saying was, he was talking about the deal with Kane, he said there's a split personality with Kane. Yeah, there has been. He's got these, he's, there's a, um, and then, of course, he's talking about, of course, when I was talking about the deal with Kane coming through the ring, he says, Mankind came through the ring back in 96 when The Undertaker wrestled Goldust. Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's right, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, and, and then he also mentioned The Undertaker was the first to break through the ring Yes, I remember this. I think the Undertaker was the first to break through the green in the steel cage match between Bret Hart and Diesel. I think it was prior to when the, when Diesel and the Undertaker wrestled at WrestleMania 12. I think it was prior to that, I think. What was that? It, what John was saying, I think Undertaker was the first to break through the ring, and it was in a steel cage match. I think so, yeah. I think that's in, what in I, yeah. a title match between that Bret Hart and Diesel. Yeah, that yes. sounds about right, Yes. Yes. And then he goes off to say something about, and um, and JD, you might be able to explain what he's trying to say here. Okay. He says, "I hope I hope Zach Ryder and Brie Bella was watching as well." I think well with Brie, however, I mean you could tell Brie was like uh, kind of uh, looking up at the, just uh, in her own little world. Whenever um, like I said. Uh, Paige uh, cut the pipe bomb, however, because Paige definitely addressed all of the divas, not just uh, her team, you know, her team, so to speak. She addressed everyone, Natty, and of course we saw what happened later on when uh, she confronted Natty, and then Nikki came out with uh, Foxy and Brie, however, and then of course Brie being Brie and Nikki to play fake Kardashians with Foxy came down and told Charlotte, however, well you think um, you've had it easy, however, I've worked for this, blah blah blah, however. And now that you're champion, however, it's not going to get any easier. That's what I think he meant. Uh, as far as the rider thing, I don't get what he's saying about the rider thing. I'll have to ask him about that later on. Okay. Well, so, uh, but, uh, but other than that, I mean, uh, I had a kind of an inkling, inkling with the fact that Paige had, hadn't won several matches here leading up to the situation between uh, um, Charlotte and Nikki. And with Charlotte earning the opportunity to go after Nikki's Nikki's Divas title, I think that was the icing on the cake. That's what really kind of sparked the thing with Paige, right there. Yeah. Because Paige Paige wanted to be the one to go after Nikki Bella, but apparently she didn't get to it in time. Mm-hmm. And I think Charlotte kind of felt bad about it whenever that happened, and. And so, Paige definitely, like I said, with the Paige bomb, definitely caught a great promo. And then I'm looking right now at the uh, preview for SmackDown this week. However, I mean, they're definitely setting up Paige and Natty, no question about. It. I mean, she got in the Natty's face, however, and called Natty the mother hen. If you remember later on in the evening, and then she told Paige, "You got to take a good long look at yourself, however, and see who to blame. The blame isn't on anyone, however, but yourself." And Paige kind of smirked a little bit, but she also kind of, uh, you could tell her, she kind of took Natty's advice to heart in a way, but I don't think she really believed Natty's advice in a way, and that's why they said this up, though. Right, right. This is going to make you laugh, however. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. I just saw this Mm -hmm. a few minutes ago. There is talk now, and this is no joke, however. Apparently, Steve Gerwick is reporting that, I guess, Tank Abbott is offering 
I don't know if this has been confirmed yet, but Ronda Rousey, he's offering her $100,000 to get in the ring with, believe it or not. Do what? Okay, okay, repeat that. Say that again. Tank Abbott has reported offered Ronda Rousey, from what I heard, I don't know if I can confirm this one. I'm still looking right now, and I'll have to. I'm still trying to find out a hundred grand to get in the ring with him and face him mm-hmm. one on one. Oh my! Ring. Thank yeah. God, is offering. Yeah, he's one of the. Yeah, he's, actually, money. I'm reading right now. This is my friend Simon wrote. Think I'm willing to bet a hundred thousand dollars he can smash Ronda Rousey without even training. Believe it or not. Oh my goodness! I know. It's like yikes. Oh Lord, uh, Ronda Rousey would, would would have a field day with him. No question about it. I mean, Tank Abbott beat the crap. I mean, got beat the crap out of Mark Madden. That was eight eons ago. But I mean, route to try to do this with Rousey? Uh uh-uh. uh big mistake. Rousey. Ronda did the Triple H at WrestleMania 31. Yep. And there's still talk that she might even be at Hell in a Cell next month. However, they could set up some of her and Stephanie for WrestleMania 32, even though we still haven't heard anything about it yet, though, too. Okay, I think, J.D., J.D., I think John actually confirmed what you were saying about Zack Ryder. He said this was back in 2012 when Kane had his feud with Cena, and he tried to drag Zack Ryder through the ring. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now I know what he's talking about. Yes, uh, I think that was when Cena and uh, Ryder, this was during the whole Eve thing, I think it was. Maybe that's what he's referring to, I'm believing. And that's when uh, Kane uh, kind of took Ryder down with him and, the next week, how a writer went a little heelish on Cena and said, where were you last week? Why weren't you there? And I think either Cena was busy doing his movie or he was off uh, doing uh, some side project outside the company, how and he wasn't on one and not booked that week. I see. Okay. 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 Yeah, I recall something like this happening as well. So, uh, yeah, it, was, it might have been prior to uh, to Eve, I guess, turning her back on. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cena was there to save him. He's, right. he's saying now. Right. Okay. Cena was, and Cena, I think, kind of pulled his fat out of the fi- out of the fire. Right. Uh, okay. So, okay. One seven two four 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 seven four 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 one three eight zero five five pound. Uh, press that one if you want to join us in here tonight and chat with us. This is the Mothership Broadcast of the w- WCW US Radio Network. Uh, uh, and John, if you want. Uh, find a video for it, go on right ahead. Uh, this is WWS Revolution. This is, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw. Uh, and of course, with me tonight, I have the duo that make up WWS Raw Radio, which you can hear uh, every um, Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoe.com. And if you don't, haven't had a chance to hear the past nine episodes, even yesterday's episode, you can also find the archives on TalkShoe.com. Uh, um, of course, uh, their host this evening, I have with me tonight, the Iceman, J.D. Jared Geraldo, 2015 Hall of Famer, and one of the newest members of the panel, Way Too Tough to Handle. <clears throat> and also his uh, his partner, I have on the chat box, who are here with me tonight, the <clears throat> the uh, human suplex machine, John Gross, and, of course, uh, our resident independent wrestler, Miss Thug Life herself, <laughs> Rhonda, <laughs> right? <laughs> and Rhonda, we, and let me just say uh, real quick, though, and Chell, back me up on this. I mean, every week on the show, uh, we give you a lot of love, believe me. We love you. Oh, sure, absolutely. Um, oh, yes. We do. We do. Make my ego bigger, man. 
No, I mean, we, we mean it. I mean, you're a good person. I mean, like Michelle and Gerard and the rest of the gang, how are we? We think about you. I always say uh, we're thinking about you and your family and hope everyone's doing okay. And we just send our good thoughts and love to you all the time, however. And uh, we just definitely give you guys our uh, uh, wishes and everything. And uh, we also, you're quite well, absolutely. And we also want to send, also send out our prayers as well to, excuse me, um, another uh, 2015 Hall of Famer, uh, the Black Widow and uh, Mayorette of Suplex City, uh, Michelle Lynn Dodds, uh, one of the hosts of Attitude Radio, which you can hear every Saturday night at 9, right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, she is under the weather. She could not make it with us here tonight. And I think also that might be the case for King NWOGTS Gerard T. Smith, that he has not made it on tonight as well. Um, but uh, hopefully he'll be on, I'm sure, t- tomorrow night as he will take the reins in my stead tomorrow night. It would be a rated R revolution here tomorrow night. Uh, and like we said, tomorrow night, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Like I said, that call ID uh, by tonight will be one three eight zero five five pound, and you'll hear the King NWGTS Gerard T. Smith behind the mic, as it were, or you can say behind the phone, whatever you want to call it. And um, and like I said, they'll talk anything, everything wrestling. It'll be just like a, uh, it could be just a wrestling free for all. You never know. So, uh, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens. And uh, who knows? I mean, they may they may have a surprise. Who knows, who knows what will happen? And uh, <clears throat> and speaking of surprises here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here with you know, the last little bit here of tonight's revolution, I figured you know J D, John, and Rhonda. Uh, JD, uh, you might want to have your notebook handy here tonight. Uh, so right. I think we'll, okay, so, so we go ahead and go, and, and Michelle is going to probably kick herself in the butt for missing this, and Gerard's probably kicking himself in the butt for missing this too. Um, and, and Rhonda, I'm sure you can keep Michelle apprised about the, about the Fantasy Stable pay-per-view tonight, because this actually featured one of her favorite guys. She was actually looking forward to this, but uh, you can let her know after the show how this went. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> and and JD, you can let me. You can either one will let Gerard know how it went as well. Okay. This featured, this, this featured someone that he liked as well. Sure. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this featured a very uh, a pretty proven faction in WWE for a little while. It didn't last very long, but I mean they were they were a cool faction for a while. And that is, of course, uh, uh, <clears throat> let me see, uh, yeah, three third-generation superstars, uh, great talents all around, and that was, of course, like we said, legacy. Uh, Ted DiBiase Jr., of course, a grand- grandson of um, Iron Mike DiBiase, uh, son of the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase Sr., of course, Cody Rhodes, uh, uh, son of the late American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and brother of Gold Dust, Dustin Rhodes, <clears throat> and of course uh, the leader of the faction, the Legend Killer, uh, the Master of the RKO, uh, the Viper, uh, Randy Orton, uh, grandson of the late Bob Orton Sr., uh, son of <clears throat> Cowboy Bob Orton, WWE Hall of Famer, the Ace, as they used to call him. And so, like I said, Jim, like this is going to be a short one. But like I said, there's only three matches. Randy Orton, of course, is going to be the biggest challenge of Mongols. He has a fatal four-way match. The first match here, ladies and gentlemen, is going to pit Ted DiBiase versus Scott Hall. Rhonda, your overall thoughts here. Ted DiBiase Jr. versus Scott Hall. Mm, Scott Hall. 
Okay, one for Scott Hall. J.D., what do you think? Tanya Biasi Jr. versus Scott Hall. Make it two. Okay. John, Tanya Biasi Jr. versus Scott Hall. Um, John's going Scott Hall, too. And I guess I guess legacy is going to go down a little bit early. So I'm saying I'm going to take, I'm going to take the bad guy. And with all due respect, I'm not going to take – and it's not the king this time. Um, we're going to say Scott Hall here all around here. So, <laughs> hey, yo. Okay, sorry. That, that's not the same when it's not coming out of Gerard's mouth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it in that fashion. <laughs> mm. Yeah, okay. Um, and like I said, we can actually talk about a little bit this too and try to pass time a little bit further. Uh, the second match here, ladies and gentlemen, will pit Cody Rhodes, not as Stardust, just as playing Cody Rhodes, versus Mr. Perfect himself, Kurt Henning. Rhonda, your overall thoughts, please. Oh, man, I was totally going to pick Cody Rhodes until you said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn it. I, w- I wanted Lacey to win, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with Mr. Perfect. Okay. John, uh, okay, uh, okay, J.D. Rhonda's going for Mr. Perfect. Uh, John, John's actually picking Cody, okay? Okay, I'm going to take Mr. Perfect with the Perfect Plex. Uh, believe it or not, I'm going to take Cody myself. I think Cody's going to pull. And believe it or not, and I'm going to say in this, and believe this is going to be kind of an interesting twist here, if you will. Cody is going to institute one of his father's maneuvers. He's going to use the flip flop and fly. Yes. Oh, okay. Can I take both then? Can I take both? You you want if you hey you can you can. Yes, I'm taking my both then. Cody Rose on one. Oh, okay, okay. So it looks like it. So it looks like overall, JD. I think. Uh, what do we got? We got two two, but uh, now it was two two, but. It's still going to be two two because she flopped. So is 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 it tied? Yes. Okay. Uh, hmm. Uh, Gerard will probably take Kurt, and Michelle would too. I would imagine probably because. Well, well, I know it I'm wouldn't saying be fair. That. If they were here, but I'm just saying they were, would. If they were, if they were here. here, yeah, they would. Well, you know what? Well, well okay, okay. Let's see, I said Cody. Okay, okay. Rhonda, you changed yours to Cody. To Cody. Yep. And John said Cody. And JD, me and you said Kurt. And Kurt Henning. Yes. No, wait a minute. I thought I said Cody. Mm-hmm. You did. I, yeah. said, I did say Cody. No, you did. I'm sorry. I, I made a mistake. Okay, so it's 3 okay, 1. It's 3 1. It's 3 1. So, so, so Legacy uh, has Legacy a victory. Legacy is on the board. Yes, Legacy's on Legacy, the board. Legacy's on the board. I said, so Cody has a victory in it. Yes. Okay. So, he knows, so Cody's now starting to think twice about doing this Stardust mess. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. <clears throat> I hope that he, for, for real, I hope he gets rid of that gimmick. Right. I love Stardust. Oh, you actually? Oh, you you like him doing this? Mm-hmm. You like him doing? Okay. Well, I mean, if it's working for him now, do you think with him doing that being with? Do you think him doing that with pairing him up with the Ascension is working for him? Um. Yes, in a really weird way. Um. Okay. There are pictures posted recently earlier. I'll share with you guys later. Of um, his dad with um. 
the word road warriors. And then there's a picture of Stardust with the extension. And it's kind of like one of those things like history repeats itself but in a lamer way. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was um you know, he went with Stardust and he was actually gonna get rid of it until his dad died. Sure. So it's it's one of those things that I I like it because I understand why he's doing it and why he wants to keep it. Um right. and I kinda dig the creepiness, like it's not like Bray Wyatt creepy, but it's just creepy. For sure. I mean, if it's working out for him and all, I mean, I mean, keep in mind about uh, the uh, what was it? What 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 didn't they make a wish kid? Um, recently signed a, con- a, a WWE contract, a tough enough mm-hmm. contract, yes. and wasn't his favorite wrestler Stardust? Stardust. Stardust. Yes. Yeah. And sat in the crowd with him. This was prior, I think, to the SummerSlam match. Yes. yes. With uh, him and with uh, uh, Stardust and Barrett versus Neville and Stephen Amell. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I thought. Yeah. That was sweet. I, I I liked that. That was cool. That was cool. Okay, folks. Here here's here's the suspense. And and Michelle's going to Michelle is going to kick herself in the rear for this. <laughs> She is going to kick herself in the rear for this, uh, and uh, <laughs> and I am going to and like and because she's going to miss, she is going to miss out on on, on a on a doozy on a match here, and uh, and like I said for just everyone for for everyone that has just joining us, this is like I said the main event of our fantasy stable pay per view. Oh yeah, that's right. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. Okay. Make sure I had it right. And like I said, this is featuring a very popular faction of the WWE for a very short time. The three man tandem of legacy, Ted DiBiase Jr., Cody Rhodes, and Randy Orton. Ted DiBiase Jr. has already fallen to Scott Hall, of course, with the voting by myself, Rhonda, J D and John. And thanks to a victory, uh Thanks to our voting just now, Cody Rhodes has secured a victory for Legacy so far. And now it's time for the leader, Randy Orton, to see what he can prove. And ladies and gentlemen, this is our fatal four-way match. Randy Orton has to prove himself to Sting. And to make it sweeter, y'all going to get to choose which Sting. The Sting now or the blonde-haired Sting. JD. Oh, this is tough, but you know what? How are I think the crow sting and the edgier sting works for me. Okay, Rhonda, what do you think? I'm gonna say the same. The edgier sting. The edgier sting. Okay, and and the sting, and John says the sting now. Okay, okay, and, and and John, we're not we haven't done the match yet. We haven't done the match yet. So so, so don't so don't don't vote yet. He's already wanting to vote, but now don't vote yet. We're not having having said it's a fatal four-way match. Don't vote yet. So it is. Rand, the, the Viper Randy Orton versus the the the, the Crow Sting. I shouldn't say that. Versus the Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm. Versus X Pac. 
No, who did that one? No, no, no. Rhonda, JD, John, let me explain how this happened. Let me explain how this happened. The way I do the way I do this, you know, the question, as I said, the question feature on the Facebook group pages is the way I do this voting thing. And the, right, the choices. Okay, here's here's how that happened. I try to keep this going for a whole week to see what happened. This one question, this one main event, the main event itself here. And what happened was it kept switching back and forth, back and forth. Okay. Apparently, it came down to a point to where Sting actually got four votes. So obviously, Sting was going to be one of the opponents. Yep. But on but but Randy Savage and X Pac only got one vote each. But nobody else, uh, nobody else, voted for them at all. And 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 I and I kept telling them I need, like I said, two more opponents. Because I kept sending them, they said three or more votes. For, but nobody else voted for any other opponents. And as a matter of fact, I just now double check this, and actually two more people even voted for Sting even long after the voting stopped. <laughs> so I had six people actually vote vote for Steve. So so what I did was since since they were voted on mm-hmm. at least even though it was only just one vote each, to make it fair, I just said I'll I'll do it that way. But I can't vote against that Oh my god, no. Well, um and and, and 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 Rhonda, with all due respect, it's like I've told, it's like I've told Michelle, and, and I, I understand that that I know it hurts, but it's it's some it's a lot of it's out of my hands. It's uh, it's what the people vote. It's what's best <laughs> business. It's uh, it's oh, what man. they it's, it's, it's what it's what they vote on. And I, I and, 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 here, and here, here's how here's how it here's how it voted. Okay, John, James McCall, JML, Michelle, and JD voted for Sting to be in that match, in this match. Michelle's assistant vault keeper in the video vault, Howard, voted for Randy Savage. He was the only one, and Gerard actually voted for X Pac. Go figure. Thank you, Gerard. Thank you. He did that on purpose. Yeah. And nobody else voted for any all all the other challengers who by the way, the other challengers was just, just and before we before I asked who who everyone wants to pick, the other challengers what was Randy Orton's father, Cowboy Bob Orton. Uh, Paul Roma, Tatanka, Buff Bagwell, Marty Jannetty, Kerry Von Erich, and Road Warrior Animal. But nobody voted for them. So, 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 so since those were the only three that were voted on, 
that's Sam. why that's why that's why the match was made. So that's so that's that's the match. So Rhonda, I know it hurts, but the mm. so Randy Orton versus the Crow Sting versus Randy Savage versus X Pac. Your thoughts? Oh man, um, damn it. Okay, logically speaking, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Vintage Orton. Um, he is a legend killer. Mm-hmm. So I'm going I'm to have to say Randy Orton. <coughs> okay, Orton. Okay, J.D., what do you think? Federal four-way, Orton, Sting, uh, Savage, and X-Pac. Whew. You know what? I'm gonna go with the Macho Man. Okay, one one so far, one for Orton and one for the Macho Man. Uh, John, be thinking here. Uh, Orton, uh, Sting, Savage, and X Pac. And John still and he picked this earlier because I think he picked prematurely. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> but uh, he he's still sticking with his vote. He's going for Orton. Uh, And you know what? Believe it or not, I'm gonna to have to go for Savage. And it seems, oh boy, the main event is now seems to be tied. Yep. So now it seems that Sting and X Pac have been eliminated from the competition. So now Ronda and, and JD and John, it has now come down to this. The main event has now come down to Orton by the skin of his teeth, and Randy Savage. So, Rhonda, you get to vote one more time. Uh, Orton versus Randy Savage. Who, who would you pick here? Orton, all day. Okay, J.D., what do you think? Orton versus Savage. Savage. John, Orton versus Savage. Maybe in this case, for me... John's still going with Orton. Oh, boy, this is going to be something. Oh, boy, this is a tough one. I told you, it's tough. It's tough. It's always... These fan, that's, what, that, that, that's, what, that's the beauty of doing these fantasy stable pay-per-views. They're... Yeah, even though that's what that's what makes them fun is when they're tough. That's what makes them fun. I'm want to say Orton as well. I want to say Orton as well. Yeah, oh, legend killer. So, so, so it looks like so it appears that two out of the three members of Legacy has pulled has pulled off in this fantasy stable pay per view. Orton and Rhodes now take DiBiase to the back and start beating the crap right, right out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think DiBiase Jr.'s old uh, um, uh, theme song, I think it was called Priceless, uh, J.D. Yes. Yes. Uh, and, 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 and I said, yeah, you are. You're, 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 you're no longer priceless. Uh, and <laughs> so, yeah, so you you're the whipping boy. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so they start beating the tar right out of him, just like... Uh, that's just like what, what, what happened with the horsemen and all that a while back here. Whenever I think one of theirs, you know, yep. lost it. Oh yeah. So, 
Well, gang, that's, that, that was, like I said, a great pay-per-view. And like I said, uh, I would love to have heard Michelle's and Gerard's opinions on that as well. But uh, but like I said, I mean, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do like I said, uh, the next one, like I said, coming up here. And, Rhonda, I'll go ahead and let you in on it here, too, and I'll tell Michelle and Gerard here soon. And I'm sure they've probably already seen the the first uh, matchup already um, uh, lined up here. And uh, what I'm doing, what I'm doing here is uh, is uh, uh, the uh, three wrestling organizations: WWF, WCW, and ECW. What I'm doing is, is I'm doing the top ten superstars from each of those three wrestling organizations. I'm starting with the WWF. And the first match that I'm already getting fixed up, I'm getting set up for so far, is, uh, is the first opponent is going to be Shawn Michaels. And I've already got the match set up. And JML actually called me, called my bluff, and actually said I forgot to add a particular person. And that person was Sting. Yeah. I forgot to add, I, no, I forgot to add Sting. So what I did was, to make it sweeter, I made the first match in the WWF, I know that sounds kind of interesting, in the Fantasy Stable pay-per-view regarding WWF, a, it's, the first match is going to be a triple threat. And you're going to love this. I'm not going to vote on it yet, because like I said, it's not complete yet. But I'll go ahead and tell you that that match is going to be Shawn Michaels, versus Sting versus Dean Ambrose. Oh. So so look look at the first match right right out of the gate is going to be epic. So yeah. I'm just I'm a, I am just letting you know ahead of time that this is going to be right off the wall. Uh it's going to be something else. I I got to tell you it's uh is right through the roof. I mean, it is absolutely ep- like you would not like you would not believe. So, uh, like I said, I have not chosen the next superstar for this, but but uh, you know it's going to be a it's going to be a good one. Like I said, like I said, nine more superstars to go in this, and like I said, it's, and and when I say WWF, it's going to be like I said the older WWF Ronda, no WWE superstars in this, but the the choices may have some of your new superstars in it as choices. Like I said fantasy matchups, of course, so some you might be able to might, and of course three more votes, you know, will make the match. So there you go. Um, so we will just, uh, so we'll have to wait and see, uh, what happens. Uh, 1724-444-7444, 138055-POUND, uh, hit that one <clears throat> to, uh, to, uh, chime in on anything we have discussed this evening and what a great discussion we've had here tonight. Uh, the mothership broadcast of, of the WWS radio network, uh, WWS revolution, uh, <clears throat> Uh, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinchaw, currently on the line with me. I have, <clears throat> I have uh, the the duo that makes up WWS Raw Radio, the Iceman JD Jared DiGirolamo, uh, and and of course his partner, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross. I have on the chat box with me tonight, and also on the, on the line Miss 
thug life. <laughs> our resident <laughs> independent our resident independent wrestler, Rhonda Rush Wright. Uh, well guys, um I want to uh ask here within while we have here a few moments. Um <clears throat> uh like Sarah does keep of course the Black Widow Marietta Suplex City, of course, at 2015, uh, the, the, um, WCWS Hall of Famer, uh, Michelle Lynn Dodson, our thoughts and prayers. She is, like I said, under the weather. Um, <clears throat> um, and, of course, I'm hoping she will, she will be, um, she will be at, uh, um, she will be on tomorrow evening. But also, uh, Gerard T. Smith, he did not, he could not make it on this evening as well. I have not sure, but uh, programming note tomorrow night, I of course uh, will not be in the center seat. Uh, of course, he will be he will be here in my stead. I have a personal matter to take care of. But uh, I of course will be back on. Should be back on uh, Thursday night for NWO Wolfpack, and then of course the Friday edition of the of the Mothership broadcast here, WWS Revolution. Uh, before we uh, before we uh, uh, leave this evening. Um, JD, is there any uh, other wrestling news we have to talk about this evening? Uh, there is nothing to report, but we're going to keep our eyes, obviously, on the Snook and Angle story. Obviously, SmackDown being taped tonight, of course, in Corpus Christi. It should be a very interesting show. Of course, the Reigns have not been very good there either. However, hopefully they'll pick up this week. Uh, obviously, uh, it was a very interesting week, however, with... Uh, I have champions, and with Hell in a Cell less than four weeks away, and of course the big NXT TakeOver show in two weeks from tomorrow, and of course the big MSG special week from Saturday, it's going to be a very interesting uh, start to October, shall we say. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Uh, and uh, Rhonda, any uh, re- uh, wrestling thoughts or any other uh, thoughts other thoughts you care to share with us this evening? Um, not really, no. Okay. And I hope you'll be able to join the 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 everyone uh, <clears throat> everyone on the on the panel way too tough to handle tomorrow night. Uh, like I said in my stead, uh, I'm sure it'll be a it'll be a very it'll be a great show tomorrow night. Uh, I'm sure, like I said, as they put it on Raw Radio yesterday, I'm sure it'll be a I'm sure it will be referred to as a rated R revolution uh, <laughs> tomorrow. But I'm sure it'll be some there'll be some tough re- uh, wrestling talk. Uh, as advertised for Attitude Radio, but uh, but definitely like so I'll just go ahead and just and then do this as always. Uh, of course, friends, uh, like I said, w- WCWS Radio Network is from is for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. It's your wrestling connection, as we always say. Uh, WCWS Re- Revolution uh, call ID one three eight zero five five pound uh, NWO Wolfpack call ID one three eight five two one pound. Uh, WWS Raw Radio one three eight seven four four pound, and of course WWS Attitude Radio one three eight nine eight two pound, and like I said, uh, everyone here, uh, myself, <clears throat> uh, Gerard, Michelle, uh, JML, Jeff, <clears throat> Rhonda, JD. <clears throat> see, I hope I haven't forgotten anyone. Of course, like I said, JD's partner John. Um, I hope I haven't forget, I hope I haven't forgotten anyone here, but uh, we all all do our very very best to bring you nothing but like the best, um, you know, wrestling talk uh, discussions analysis on every on every single on everything uh, on everything wrestling past present, and you know who knows maybe even something here in the future. 
So, like I say, you know, listen, try to listen to us, uh, you know, every single week. And like I said, Revolution is every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night at night from 9 to 11. NWO Wolfpack is every Thursday night from 9 to 11. Uh, WCWS Attitude Radio with Gerard and Michelle is every Saturday night at from 9 to 11. And Raw Radio with, uh, you know, as they used to say with JR, good old, I'm going to say good old JD and John <laughs> from uh, for every Monday afternoon from 3 to 5. Um, you know, you know, like I said, we all do our very best to compile uh <clears throat> uh compile as much wrestling news and and and, and chit chat from like behind behind the wrestling curtain as they say. Uh so that way we can bring it to you, you know, in this case if you haven't heard it already through Facebook or anything like that. Stuff that maybe you might not have heard yet. But we'd like to try to bring it to you and all that. So that way you might want to try to stay in the know as best you possibly can. So, like I said, tune in, you know, and listen in. And like I said, we, and if you want to listen to some past shows just for the fun of it, you know, always check out www.talkshoe.com. You know, type in those 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 call ID numbers. Like I said, Revolution is one three eight zero five five pound one three eight zero five five. NWO Wolfpack is one three eight five two one. Raw Radio is one three eight seven four four, and uh, Attitude Radio is one three eight nine eight two. And of course, we also have Facebook pages. <clears throat> for each of the groups, of course, Revolution is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Revolution Radio. Uh, <clears throat> Wolfpack is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWO Wolfpack Radio. Uh, Raw Radio is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Raw Radio. And Attitude is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Attitude Radio. You know, join, join us on any of, like I said, on the groups. Um, and, and, of course, we have a bunch of uh, groups in, in the WWS table of groups. Join any of the groups and all that. We talk wrestling there as well. You know, we, um, you know, we, just, go all, we just go all out on everything wrestling, not just on the shows. We talk wrestling about that all the time. Uh, you know, Rhonda's group, Wrestling Done Right, is a big part of that as well. And we just, we just go all out. I mean, uh, John is also... Uh, updating us now on what's happened in the uh, Legacies locker room. Says he's still getting word that Orton and Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes are whipping DiBiase with leather belts right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a crash in Legacies locker room. We might have to send Renee Young back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's a crash in Legacies Legacies locker room. What's going on? The sound the sound of whipping thrash at DiBiase is not good. It's not good. <laughs> Yes, John. Thank you very much for giving us that report. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, uh, but like I said, I mean, JD, John, and Rhonda, thank you so much for joining us, joining me this evening. And our star prayers go out. Like I said, Rhonda, to your family as well. We'll, we'll still continue. Like I said, anything that goes on, keep us informed. If you need us, by all means, let us know. We'll do our best to help out in any way we can. And like I said, Michelle, like I said, if you're listening to us this evening, anything we can do to help you out, just let us know, and we'll do our best to do our best to. Do our best, do our best to help you out there as well. So for myself, the Iceman GD, Jared D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and Rhonda Rush Wright. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you so much for joining us here this evening. And like I said, join King NWO GTS Gerard Smith and the panel way too tough to handle tomorrow night for the Wednesday edition of Revolution. And then I will be back uh, this Thursday for NWO Wolfpack and the Friday edition of Revolution. 
Until then, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you again for joining me this evening for the Tuesday edition, uh, September twenty second, twenty fifteen. Again, that phone number for all the shows on the in the radio network one seven two four 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 seven four four four. And always, uh, like I said, uh, for Revolutions one three eight zero five five pound, and hit that one if you ever want to join us and uh, talk to us about anything, anything, everything wrestling. Until then, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you so much for joining us, and I will talk to you again uh, for thir- the Thursday, uh, uh, Thursday night edition of NWO Wolfpack. Until again, until then, John, JD, Rhonda, uh, we'll talk to you on the flip side. Take care, and God bless, and we'll see you in the ring. The, 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 the WCWS Radio Network, your wrestling connection. Take care, and God bless. Bye. Good night. Good night.